Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Things You Might Not Have Heard for today. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I will present for you the latest in yesterday's information, politics, current events, and pop culture as your go-to supplemental source for news, both mainstream and uncontroversial, well, unconventional, sometimes controversial. Uh, we will give you a good mix of things that I think you're not going to see anyplace else, so stick with us so we'll get take good care of you with your news updates. This is not things that are straight from the mainstream media because they are covering the big stories. We'll cover big stories as well, but there'll be plenty of things that you might have missed that may seem not so important that are, you know, pretty cool to talk about. As we had in teaser graphic, we're talking Natalie Portman, but we're talking, yes, Natalie Portman of the past. We'll explain what's all that is about, but uh, we're going to get that plus eight of the stories from the past day that were vetted by you and curated by me into the gift here. Uh, eight of the top 15 stories will explain how to get in the vetting process, but right now, let's get into the news. One quick thing first, make sure you stop by our website, This is thisisaconversationproject.com for more details about what we have going on. We'll do more promotion stuff a little after the headlines but uh see what we do behind the scenes and learn what about us by going to the by the website and it saves us a lot of chatter time which you guys seem to like so let's get into the news story oh by the way today happens to be wednesday june the 7th 2023 first story on the docket for this morning is major dam damage widespread flooding feared as war intensifies uh, major Ukraine dam. I think I missed that big word in that sentence, which is part of important. A dam break is bad, but a dam break in Ukraine is causing massive flooding, which means a lot of people are trying to escape the flooding in various cities. Oh, also, part of the water that the dam was holding back is um, leaking out from a pond, which is making issues with the nuclear power plant. Also fairly bad. What do they do in Ukraine to deal with this? Well, one of the problems is they're in the middle of a war, which is the issue. So there's lots of shelling, lots of firing, lots of um, just guns going off while they're trying to evacuate people out of their homes who are yes, still living in the war zones. This thing, while a year old or so, is getting more and more complicated as the time goes on. What we're waiting for right now is the actual spring offensive that Ukrainians have promised. Uh, the Americans, uh, the people who didn't know are saying they're seeing bits and pieces of it. But with all the sort of snafus that are happening, if you will, uh, we're not seeing you know a big massive push to kick Russia out. Of course, that would probably not look like we would on Red Dawn or something like that. We are obviously keeping an eye on Ukraine because whether you like it or not, this is a proxy for the world right now and russia versus anybody is you know communism or an offensive versus any more or less peaceful just kind of staying on the way nation this may spark some debate on how we handle things here in the states you know our isolationism versus our protectionism but that's why we as the the company country that wants to stay as the world's greatest superpower has to keep an eye on these things and has to intervene in some way not just let people play things out because then there's China. Story number two today, not as important, but something kind of interesting. Michelle Rodriguez accuses minorities of stealing white roles. Very quickly from the robot editor, uh, Michelle Rodriguez said minorities need to stop taking white superheroes and get their own, counting Halle Bailey of them things, starring as Little Mermaid, in which she is taking over the role of a mermaid. Uh, a animated white character because it was a you know white fairy tale from a hundred years ago. It just so happens to be a character that is nonfiction, doesn't exist, and so it really doesn't matter what color she is. But that's one of the examples that she's giving. Michelle Rodriguez gives commentary on lots of things, and 
says a lot of things that get her in trouble, and then she stops talking, does some good movies, then she says things that gets her in trouble again, which this one apparently is not working so well because I guess she's banked up enough movie love to get with this. But she's making waves on social media about saying things like this, saying that minorities uh, are taking over some things that white people have and that the diversity roles that are going back and forth shouldn't be such a challenge, shouldn't be such a fight if, you know, black people stop taking white people's stuff. I guess that's what I'm getting out of that one. Let's move on, shall we? Here's a more serious story. Australian mother Kathleen Philbig, pardon, freed after 20 years in prison over deaths of her four babies. Kathleen Philbig, who is now 55, was released from prison in Granfolth, Grand, Grafton, New South Wales state, following an unconditional pardon by Governor Margaret Beasley. The children's father, Craig Fulberg, still believes his ex-wife is guilty, however. Fulberg's diary entries uh, led her ex-husband to believe she was guilty, and he believes they admitted the guilt in the actual diaries. Of course, after 20 years in prison, and she's been pardoned fully by the um, government to say that they don't believe that she actually did this. She will now do her best to move on with her life, obviously without her husband, and obviously uh, grieving the death of her four babies. We shall see if they, as they follow this and as you guys get into the story, whether there are more turns to this story going forward. Right now, Miss Foybig is freed. She's pardoned. She's going to go live her life. Very, very sad story happening. Where seven people were shot, two were fatally wounded when gunfire went out outside of a downtown theater in Richmond, Virginia where a high school graduation ceremony had just ended. 19-year-old suspect tried to escape on foot, but was arrested and will be charged with two counts of second-degree murder. Um, many people were brought to um, medical centers for, for their relief. Uh, we heard uh, responses from the interim police chief and the mayor basically saying this shouldn't happen, this is bad, why is this happening? And that's the overall question on this one. This is essentially, there's a whole lot of details I can get into on the story, but this is one of those things you can go to the website and click the link to get more details on the story so you can go deeper into the story. But this is another one of those, why is this happening? What is the deal? Apparently one kid has a beef with someone or one kid just wants to be a jerk and pops off and things happen. We'll find out more details about the actual motive of the shooting and why this was going on You know, in days, I'm sure. But it also bring, uh, brings up the question that we ask a lot around these times. Why are these things happening? Radio station made Natalie Portman countdown clock. Now, the headline that was on the actual website was a bit more detailed. I'm going to see if I can pull that up in the um, time where we're trying to uh, do the vamping stuff. But you may remember this. I remember this very vividly when it came through because it was one of those weird sort of things that kind of got to the times when um, we weren't so great when uh, dealing with um, just people. Here's a full headline from Insider. When Natalie Portman was 13, a radio station made a countdown clock counting the days until Portman turned 18 and would be legal to sleep with. You may remember those things. In fact, there was a lot of those things going on. It, it, not, Natalie Portman was not the only one. Uh, there was a lot of Lindsay Lohan folks waiting for her to uh, hit the actual age of legality to go through things like that. A lot of young stars that were between 
folks at the time were making their way to, um, you know, their transition to to the adult roles. And a lot of really, really, really creepy old guys were waiting for them to be 18 so they can talk about them in sexual ways. Um, the radio station in question, you go to the, um, the website and go deeper into this one. Uh, this was basically from her role in The Professional in 1994, uh, where she played a 12-year-old girl who was, um, uh, as the article says, had obvious sexual undertones, but was still a 12-year-old girl, like girl assassin, if you will. Uh, because of sexualization of children, even now, there's these issues. But this was a story that popped up, I guess, just in the randomness of the popping up a story. So we popped in there, and you guys engaged in it. Not sure if you were one of the ones who were waiting on the countdown clock to run out, or just sort of perved by the fact that it was happening. But I remember this vividly back in the day, because it was a really, 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 really strange sort of thing. Let's move on to the next story for this morning, which is technically from yesterday. Mother fatally shot by neighbor after dispute over playing children, Sheriff says. Here's one that gets extremely creepy, and our trend of people walking in the driveways getting shot by folks is extended. Ioke Owens, 35, was fatally shot after going to the apartment of her neighbor, who had earlier yelled at Owens' children and thrown a pair of skates that one that hit one of them. So Owens went to the house to talk to the neighbor who was, you know, just being a jerk to the kids. And he, she was shot fatally. Now, here's the thing. It happened in Florida. Stand your ground laws. So Owens has to be proven that she was not going there in a threatening manner so that the shooter does not get charged, actually gets charged in some sort of case. Because otherwise, if Owens is going to, you know, go fight Mr. Mr. Guy and his, and his neighbor in his yard, then that was, you know, a case for him to be scared and, you know, defend himself and shoot the lady. Although apparently she did not show up with guns, knives or sticks to you know, beat him down. It just, you know, the overkill thing. A news conference, um, patience has been called for while the sheriff's office is conducting his investigation. Owens's mother, Pamela Diaz, said her daughter was shot and killed with her nine-year-old son standing next to her. So, yeah, these things aren't going away. A bit of a hubbub going on with the PGA Tour as it agrees to merge with Saudi-backed rival Live Golf. What does that mean? That means all the money in the Live Golf is going to be poured into the conglomeration of PGA, PGA Europe, and Live Golf together. Next season, when they're all one big Voltron of golf, they'll be playing together and playing for the money together all as one big entity. What really got to the folks was the guy behind the PGA who said, all you people going to Live Golf are just um, sports washing and traders, was the man who signed the agreement and told none of the players. A press conference happened yesterday, and that's basically where everybody found out what was happening. Many people not happy because he basically told said anybody who went to live golf to take the money was a coward. And then he took the cowardly way to join the forces. Now, he says times have changed. Circumstances have changed. Things have changed. So it was a great thing to do. The head of live golf, a Saudi prince, is going to be on the board of the PGA. So it all comes to be a full circle thing. We shall see how this thing plays off. If you're a golf fan then it means more money and more golf. If you're not a golf fan, it means more drama to bring you into watching more golf. Everybody wins. And Prince Harry's drug use, cited as a push to release visa records by a conservative U.S. group. 
We didn't post a story about Prince Harry not showing up for court the first day overseas in the trial on the hacking case for the tabloids. We didn't report about Prince Harry getting kind of sobbed up and mad and saying that life was bad for him because of his mother. And because of that, the tabloids wanted to hack his phone and get his details and how he was paranoid. We're talking about a think tank here in the States that wants to release Prince Harry's immigration paperwork because, you know, part of the issues is as the tabloids were pulling some of his drug use, some of his extracurriculars back in the day. When he moved to Southern California with his wife, Meghan Markle, and their young family in 2020, uh, you know, there was all sorts of things going on. There was the book Spare, where he talked about passport drug use. There's all the stuff that was in the tabloids going on. And now the Department of Homeland Security is being asked to check into Harry's background by the Heritage Foundation. Why? Because the Heritage Foundation needs something to do, apparently. And this is what they're doing. They're bugging Prince Harry. Now, let's flip side this. If this was some some rich dude from, from, from London who was a black person or of Haitian descent or maybe in someone from South America of Hispanic uh, descent, um, there'd probably be some sort of a, yeah, we should check a guy out type thing. But because it's Prince Harry, there is less of that. I will be honest on that. There is less of that because of that. But also, conservatives would have actually asked for the records for those folks coming forward. It's, if Eldris Alba uh, is asking for um, his his um, citizenship, and you know he you know says you know I smoked a little weed back in the day, you know they'd be all over this, and they don't want to be James Bond, so there's that as well. Let's talk about a story we can talk about tomorrow if you think it's deemable to talk about. This is our teaser story for tomorrow, a story posted in today's room that if you think is good enough. We will put out there in the range to talk about tomorrow. Now, the top 15 stories of a day get chosen to select from the eight stories we present here. And that's how we had eight stories for today. So if you think this story is a top story, follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash This is the Conversation Project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Like, love, hate, share, enjoy the stories as they're posted. And you can see them too. You can see this one tomorrow. We'll talk about it if you want us to. The Santis administration breaks silence defending the relocating migrants to California. So two private jets, two private planes have been chartered to send migrants from Florida to Sacramento. And the state of California was like, I think the Santis' organization, I think his government has something to do with this. And the administration was like, hell yeah, we did that. And we'll do it again, too, four or five times. They are defending their, their decision and their plans and their whole scheme to send migrants out of their state to other states, sanctuary states, as they call them. Read the story, get deeper in detail, and you can either say, wow, that's pretty amazing. That guy's going to be president or wow, that's kind of scammy. Why is that guy running for president? Your choice. Your choice is whatever side you want to sit on. But you can tell us where we're talking about this story, particularly by going to our feeds today to talk about the story for tomorrow. Also, sponsors for today. We've been dealing with Blinkist. Let's deal with them because they're worth being dealt with. The Blinkist app has been a little funny lately, but guess what? Two for one knowledge is worth the effort. The Blinkist app allows you to get great news, get great stories, get great details on uh, nonfiction books that you have missed out on in Blinks, which are the boiled down, the really dense and detailed information that you need to get to and less of the fluff. One of the issues I'm you know, writing books right now and getting back to the book writing is you know, making them long enough so it's worth printing out the paper for. Uh, Blinkist eliminates that. It turns all the books that are very, very long into shorter 
stories, if you will, in blinks that have the the, the, the whittled down details, what you want to get to, uh, that you can either listen to in audiobook form or read. So a book that would take three or four hours, you'll read in about 15 minutes. A book that's unabridged that takes, you know, eight, nine hours, probably done in 20 to 30 minutes. You can read it or listen to it or, as I tend to do, do both. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, an affiliate link for you to use that gives us something back on the back end. And they do two for one. So you get one subscription. You can share it with someone else. So you can share the gift of knowledge and Blinkist with a friend. So check it out today. Let's talk about us, the Conversation Project, which is housed, homes, lived at the Conversation Project website. That is this is a conversation project.com. If you think what we're doing is pretty good, um, we want you to do more living around, digging around, seeing what's at the website. Check out the website for more of our sponsors. Check out the website for our partnerships page and find ways that we can gear up together. We are gathering some merch and some stuff so we can start giving more stuff away to tiered folks who are signing up for uh, subscription coffees using Buy Me a Coffee. And, of course, you just want to send us some cash, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal links are there as well. Check us out at this is a conversationproject.com and all the details that you need to know are there. Plus, uh, how to get this thing in various forms, how to follow us in various different places and the weekend podcast, which are the weekly wrap up and the story of the week. Find details and how to find them at the website. This is a conversationproject.com. Moving on to what we call the fun stuff. This is where we have some fun for the day. Uh, now that we've done the sales stuff, done the promotions, let's get into it, shall we? Starting off with birthdays on this seventh day of June, and it's very international, mostly British, a little Australian, or, or I think Carl Urban's New Zealand there. Uh, we'll check the notes on that one. Tom Jones, who is 83 years old, so what's new puts his cats? It's not Tom Jones, definitely. 83 years old, deal out there. Doing his thing, I don't think he does much La Vegas residency because he's not as relevant as he is. But trust me, the old timers still love them some Tom Jones shaking his butt doing his thing. Liam Neeson, a man with extreme set of skills who has used those set of skills for about 30 years in Last Batch's movies. Every movie is essentially taken, uh, but taken on ice, or taken you know in a park, or taken with his grandkid. Uh, as Liam Neeson is 71 years old today, we're happy that he's still taking us to great heights in movie realms. And Carl Urban, who is not the guy who's married to Nicole Kidman, remember that. Carl Urban, who is the actor, he's also, you know, Australian though, or New Zealander as well. He is 51 years old today. Coming up soon in the upcoming season of The Boys, um, which I think will drop... Um, I think it's dropping the tail end of summer, I believe. I don't know on top of it. I think they finished filming that that so far. There's a lot of, they're still dropping some hints and some things going forward. But that's a, a, a show that I'm looking forward to seeing again, the boys. Uh, it's very dark. It's very nasty. It's very dirty, very disgusting. Um, but very much a more realistic version of what superheroes may deal with if, you know, if they were actual real, real to life. More or less, you know, over overzealous punks as opposed to just glory and, and love for humanity and things like that. Let's go to more things that are closer to a love for humanity. And this is actually dealing with our history, today in history. On this day, on June the 6th, 7th, 2023 is today. But we're going back, hit this button actually, and go back in time, starting off in 1973, where Sony introduced the Betamax video cassette recorder for sale to the public. It was the first VCR, 
video uh, recorder, video, CVZR video, cassette recorder. Say that three times fast. Eventually, the VHS format proved more successful. Not better, just successful. Betamax tapes were used into the late um, 90s and into the early 2000s as it was essentially the better um, format. Uh, You know, the tapes lasted longer and the video was better. But VHSs either were cheaper or whatever happened overtook the market for what people took home. Um, Betamax, still the better. But it was introduced in 1975. Believe it or not, we were doing VCRs back in the middle 70s. In 1993, Singer Prince changed his name to the unpronounceable symbol. He turned into the sign guy for four or five years while he was disputing with his record label for the money. You know, doing the thing, putting Slave on his face and just doing whatever. Still putting out music, but making it so every time he did a song, he was now the artist formerly known as Prince because his legal name was this weird symbol that had some sort of words to it but didn't and in 2021 a microscopic multi-clean organism returns to life after being frozen for two twenty-four thousand years that's two four and three zeros in siberia according to new research we brought back life from the arctic captain america can yes be saved today is june bug day We celebrate June Bug Day on June the 7th, and while we should always spend some time celebrating your cousin, because everyone in the South has a cousin named June Bug, we should spend time every day saying hey to him. He deserves the love. This is not about the June Bug, your cousin. This is about the June Bug, the actual bug. A June Bug is observed on June the 7th. The June Bugs are part of the Phaleogogphus genus. And most visible this month. They're little ready things that pop up all over the place. And if you're, you know, growing up in the South in the summer times and you're playing outdoors all of these days, we don't do that much so much uh, nowadays, but they were everywhere in June. And June bugs get their say and their day officially on today. Happy June Bug Day. Now, one more thing you might not have heard. It turns out the success of a first date is determined pretty quickly. In fact, it takes less than 20 minutes for the average adult to know if they want a second date, according to a new research. The study of singles who are dating and or looking for a partner revealed the average respondent knows whether or not they'd like to see someone again at the 19-minute mark of their first date. Not even 20 minutes. There you go. When it comes to the date itself, physical appearance is important. 44% of respondents say so. But a greater value is placed on manners. 51%, huh, quaint, and personality at 48%, and just slightly, conversation skills. So, looking hot helps, but also if you have manners, have a fairly good personality, and can hold a conversation, that's really what makes it worth it coming back for a second date. And keep an eye on your watch. At the 18-minute mark, if they're getting kind of sketchy, you may know you may not go on to the next round. With that, let's get out of here. Wednesday, June the 7th, 2023 is the day, and we are wrapping the things up for this day on Things You Might Have Heard. My name is still Jay Cleveland Payne, as we do this. I've not changed my name to an unrecognizable, unpronounceable symbol. Not yet. It's not quite, you know, that far in the career yet. When I get busy and they start taking money from me, that might be a thing. In the meantime, we want you to make us a thing, keep us a thing, if you will. Uh, going forward with what we have going on. Make sure you stop by our website, thisisaconversationproject.com, and see more things about what we got going on there. Stop by our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and help us know what we're talking about. And if you think we're doing good work, 
check out the partnerships page and see if there's some ways you can partner up with us. Of course, we always ask you to stay hydrated, stay limber and untasked. I'm going to stay hydrated myself. Take a sip. Because life is shorter than you think. Some people get a lot of time, but not as much time as you really want. So we need you here for as much as time we can have with you and get the things out of you that are going to be great and awesome. You have great and awesome things to contribute, even on some days when we don't think so. Yesterday, if you watched this thing, uh, maybe if you listened to the frustration that's going through, but if you watched it, you knew it was a struggle getting through this three shots to get it done. Thank you so much, everybody, who puts up with us to get things done. Thank you for people who gave some love and support on, you know, hey, you can have a bad day sometimes. You're not you are not Anderson Cooper. You don't have a staff of 20 people pressing buttons. So understand that it does happen sometimes. So thank you so much for that love and kindness. Um, we just ask you to stop by the website, learn more about us and see if there's some other things you'd like to get into with us. We got we have to add that plug part there. So with that, I'm going to get back to the normal stuff so we can add some extra content to get our numbers back up to normal and get on to what should be a fairly good day of work, a good day of summer. Summer going okay so far. Yesterday, not such a great one, but we got lots of days to go. In the meantime, stick with us, check out our feeds, see what's going on, be a part of the family, uh, respond to what we have going on on Facebook and Twitter by emailing me at theconversationinbox at gmail.com or directly at jclevenpain at gmail.com. Let's hit the button. Let's get out of here. Talk to you again tomorrow morning.